Hello everybody, this is Foley Business Management's podcast. I'm Damien Foley from Foley Business Management and we're all about uh, building sustainable communities. So what we do is we assist small business, not-for-profit social enterprise make more informed business decisions around their financials. And so this is actually our first episode, uh, our pilot podcast. And we hope to be doing a, a number of these over the time, whether these be on a weekly basis, a fortnightly basis, or a monthly basis, we don't know. But it's gonna be all raw, and especially this first episode. I'm going to keep it as simple as possible and just see how it goes and uh, learn from my experience of, of making a podcast. And as part of that journey, I'll actually share that with you uh, through the through my podcast about what lessons I've learned and where I can improve and and where I can uh, where I where I've made mistakes because uh, the best way that I learn is actually by making mistakes and this is actually my second attempt at doing this podcast because my first attempt I didn't actually use the right software so that's my first learning I have to redo this podcast. So today, the topic of the, this episode is the price you pay for free advice. So, my free is my second favourite four-letter F word after food. I mean, who doesn't love free stuff? But sometimes free comes at a price. So the following is a true story with some changes of details uh, that I made to conceal the identity of the people involved. Now, this information is general in nature and should not be relied upon. And please seek the advice from your professional advisor for your own personal circumstances. Now, that little disclaimer I just said is a very important part of the story that I'm about to tell you. Now, this story is actually not only a professional story that I have in regards to my experience, but also a personal one. And you'll understand this as we go through uh, how it's both personal and professional and, and how that affected me as both personally and professionally in regards to uh, the people involved. So we're going to start by the story and it begins with a few years ago uh, when I was first into my career. Uh, in, uh, as an accountant, I was talking to a, a guy that I know from back home, Brian. And Brian uh, had just started university, and I'd only just finished. And I was a, started my first first job as an accountant. Now Brian was studying engineering, so he was quite bright. He was a very intelligent person. We were talking about our work and how it was going to help us achieve our goals in, in life and. And what we plan to do after that, and with the money that we made, and how that our career and the the money we make, we would build our our investments, our portfolios, and 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 use that to enjoy our, our life and standard of living with, you know, not just ourselves, but more importantly with our family, be it uh, our our existing family at the time, which was our parents and our brother, our siblings, brothers and sisters, or the the family we're going to have later on, which was you know our partner and, and, and children uh, and also our, our, our uh, brother and sisters um, kids and so our nieces and nephews as well which is very important 
So as part of our conversation, we we started talking about Brian said he he said I, I can't wait to finish university and start making some real money, and I I responded back. Look, it's great. It's to start working full time and earning a professional salary. I have more money than I had as a student, and I've started saving and and also investing. So I've even set up a trust for investing in. So Brian, the being a gainer, a smart guy, he he paused and in conversation, and I could see by the facial expressions that he he was thinking about what I'd just said, and he was digesting the words I'd just spoken. So, Brian, now clear about the question he was going to ask, said, what, what, is, what is a trust and why are you using it? This was a good question. So I began to explain my new learned understanding of tax, tax and legal structures I had gained from working as a tax accountant. Well, and I began, well, a trust is a way to hold assets for the benefit of the trust beneficiaries. So my trust beneficiaries are my family members. So I buy investments such as it might be shares or it might be property or it might be uh, collectibles, anything like that. I buy that in the trust, not in my own personal name. And so when I make a tax gain or profit in the trust, that is... Uh, I, that is, I then might be from either the sale or the, um, or the return on investment. So the dividends from shares, I then distribute. We then distribute that, um, that gain or profit to the beneficiaries of the trust, which are my family. And we use a discretionary trust so we can allocate the distributed distributions based on what is the most tax advantageous way. So it's also a way to reduce the tax tax we pay on the profit that we make. So I continue to explain more as Brian asked more questions, you know, being the inquisitive guy that he is. It included how I used a lawyer to create the trust, the benefits the trust had over a company, and how the trust could be used to also protect assets. Brian was really thankful. He said, wow, that's really great to know and, and thank you for, for sharing that with me. You know, I'm, I'm a lot better for it. And you could see the excitement in his face and he, the, the, in the expression that, you know, he, he'd learned something new from this and was taking it away that he could use later on for both himself and his family. Later on, some 10 years later, I was at a university student and alumni networking event and I was talking to Henry. Henry was a mature age student who grew up in my hometown, the same town that Brian was from and grew up in. As it turned out, Henry was Brian's cousin. I told Henry I was an accountant. Henry looked at me and he said, oh, I wish I'd knew you five years ago and knew that you as an accountant and he was shaking his head as he said this. So I asked, why is that? And so Henry began to explain that 20, uh, going back five years ago, he'd won $20,000 in a lottery. Now it was the first large sum of money Henry had ever had, and he didn't want to blow it, and his family also encouraged to make sure he did the right thing and did some good with it. So 
they gave him some guiding advice and uh, told told him that he needed to use it for, for his future. And as part of that recommendation or advice, his family told him he needed to set up a trust and, and use a, a lawyer to create that trust. Now, in doing so, lawyer... Um, Henry, you know, looking up to his family is, you know, as elder, elderly as his elders and, and respecting them um, uh, for their being older than him. Uh, he then went to a lawyer and asked for a trust to be set up and the lawyer charged him $8,000 in fees for the, in the process for creating the trust. After setting up the trust, then there was the accounting costs for actually um, doing the accounting work for the trust. So within three years, where, the, where Henry had started with $20,000, after the cost of the legal fees of setting up the trust and the accounting fees of, of doing the trust's accounts, there was now less than $10,000 in the trust. So they decided, or Brian, uh, Henry had decided to pull out the remaining money, which was less than $10,000, because it was costing them too much money, and they pulled it out and closed down the trusts. Now, in hearing this, I was disheartened by Henry's story. I put two and two together and could only assume Brian, as part of this uh, conversation as a within the family that Henry had, had had advised or convinced Henry that he needed to set up a trust based upon the conversation um, Brian and I had some 10 years earlier. So I was the one who told Brian about trusts and as an outcome I was upset with both myself and Brian. Brian was a smart guy but he didn't have the knowledge and years of experience to know when and how to use a legal structures such as a trust. Brian was an engineer. His training and knowledge going to university and, and through work was about engineering. He wasn't the right person to be giving tax and financial advice to somebody else. I could only sit there and think, if only Henry had spoken to someone who would have given him the right tax and financial advice, then he would be better off instead of worse off as an outcome of this. Where he had $20,000, he now has less than $10,000 as an outcome. So the moral of this story is that while getting free advice or something for free is great, it can possibly cost you more in the long run. So I would like you to learn from Henry's story and, and my story in this that when you're given free advice, don't take that as the be all and end all and take it as just general advice. Be prepared to actually go and speak to somebody with the right experience and knowledge to be able to give you the right advice and be prepared to pay for that advice. Again, we all love to have get things for free, but while it will cost you money now by paying for that advice, it may potentially, it could and will potentially save you a lot more money in the future.
So that's the story I have. Now, the silver lining to this story is that in losing this money, Henry realized just how much he didn't know about money. So he decided to go to university and do a degree in business, which is how I actually met Henry at this student at this university student and alumni networking event. Henry was using what was left over of the $20,000, which at this time was less than $10,000, to help pay his way through university over the coming years. Henry also, like Brian, was a smart guy, but Brian's free advice as someone who didn't have the right knowledge and experience had, had, cost, Hen had cost Henry a lot of money. So I want you to learn from this experience, Henry's experience, that when it comes to getting advice, make sure you're getting the right advice from the right person or the right people. Not doing so can be costly to you and can land you in a far worse situation. In Henry's situation where he had $20,000, he ended up losing money and had less than $10,000 when the, the, the possibility was that he could have actually used that money for other purposes and, and made money from it. But fortunately he was using, after all this, he was using the money to go to university and, and get a career and, and become, uh, get a career in, in business. So he, he was able to learn from that. So that's the, uh, the outcome of the story or the, the, the moral of the learnings from this story about the price you pay for free advice. I hope you gained something, something from it. Uh, again, this is our, our very first episode for Folly Business Management's podcast. Uh, I hope to be doing a lot more episodes uh, over time and they will be about business and finance uh, around accounting and, and other topics around business. Uh, these topics, again, I, I really do value that you as a listener who is listening to this uh, episode, being, my, being the first episode, I would love to get your feedback both about this episode and, and the podcast. Uh, where I, what was great and, and where, I, where I could improve. I'm always opening to, to learning. As I said at the start, I had to redo this first episode because I made a mistake. And the, the way I learn is by making mistakes. And I, I'm grateful and, and will be gracious in, in getting that feedback from other people about um, where I can improve. So by all means, I, I would love to have your feedback on that. Also, I'd love to have some feedback around what topics you would like to hear about, about business and around um, accounting and financial matters. Um, I can, we can obviously on this, uh, on this podcast bring in uh, experts in, in various areas. For example, we might want to talk to a lawyer on, on legal matters such as contracts or different things like that. Uh, we might want to talk to somebody around marketing about uh, marketing for your business and about what better, uh, good or great ways to, to market and, and things to do. We might also want to talk to somebody around uh, IT and computers, so technology, about what are some things out there such as apps or um, software that you can use in your business to, to 
uh, use and, and, and improve. So again, welcome your feedback and uh, any topics you have. This is going to be a raw, I'm probably going to not do a lot with this first episode as far as making it sound all nice and great. It's going to be very raw and dirty, but that's going to be part of the learning process and I'm going to share that with you about my learning experience from doing these podcasts uh, on top of uh, producing other useful information uh, and, and topics this is about. So I look forward to having you back for our second episode and learning more and hearing more from the Foley Business Management Podcast. This is Damien Foley signing out and look forward to speaking to you next time. Thanks guys. Bye.